Hello and welcome to the Nursery and Preschool Chat Room podcast. Join the Twinkle team as we talk about life as a preschool and nursery practitioner. We'll share our honest thoughts and experiences on a range of topics that affect early years practitioners every day in their settings. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Nursery and Preschool Chat Room. I'm Katie. And I'm Charlotte. And I'm Fliss. And in today's episode, we're going to be looking at some of the practitioner problems and queries we've seen recently on our social media. So I recently saw in one of our Facebook groups, somebody asking, how are phones stored in different early year settings? So what happened where you guys have worked? We had a phone box in the office that was locked and you had to sign it in and out on a piece of paper. So in the morning you'd sign, you'd put it in and your lunch, sign, you'd take it out. And then every time you go in and take it in and out, you sign it and lock it away. Safeguarding mm-hmm. things. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, that's very strict. Did you not have that? No, we shoved them in his pockets so. or... Yeah, kept them in the room. No, it, like in the staff room where we'd put all like the coats, ah. we'd just shove them in his pockets because people used to come out of the room and go check the phones Yeah, and then because they're in the pockets or you could put them in your locker. It's so relaxed about that. My, that would yeah, never, never have flown in my setting. We no. had the same with, for safeguarding reasons. If we had, for example, when you took it out after lunch and you like accidentally left it in your bag, mm. if someone noticed you were in and out of the staff room for that reason, you'd have been like torn yeah, a new yeah. one. Like that. We had like you could easily say in the morning like I need to check my phone like something's going on. Yeah. Like I need to, and they'd be like, yeah, that's fine. Just come out of the room when when you can go check your yeah. phone. Like I remember when my sister was in labour and I was like literally going and checking my phone in the office every fifteen minutes, being like, she had it yet? She had it yet? But. They were fine with it. I think as long as they knew yeah. you were coming in. But as a manager, if someone told me that something was going on, like that kind of circumstance, mm. or they needed it, I'd be like, okay, do you want to leave it out next to me? And then if it goes off... Yeah, if you do a phone call or... We were never just allowed it in the staff Yeah, room. I feel like that's yeah, quite just in the... chill. Nobody ever, like, well, not that I saw, but nobody ever took it in the room with them. Like, mm. It was always left in... Room, but what's that like checking when you're on outdoor play and you've got your coat on? We're supposed to take it out. That's a lot of trust. Petitions. Definitely. People just like leave them on the table and the staff room's like on the table. And I'd be like, whose phone's this? Do you know, I was actually, when <coughs> you were just talking about like the staff room situation, I was thinking how in the earliest setting I worked at, they were so lax about security mm. for your stuff. So mm. taking the mobile phone out of it, you know, the staff room, there wasn't any lockers. So you would just throw your bag down and have to hope that nobody would go mm-hmm. through it and there's a level of trust there because you work with these practitioners yeah. every day yeah. but if someone disappears at lunchtime and your phone's gone missing you don't know if it was someone who's still in the nursery someone who's gone home so that's quite it's quite i lax. guess that's also like obviously the main reason for them doing it and keeping it in the office is safeguarding but it's also like a sense of security for you mm-hmm. you know your phone's in there i mean we had lockers with keys but nobody ever locked their locker because you don't want to carry your key around with you yeah. like or at least it get lost but there was times where, like, if there's like an important meeting on in the office, they'd put the phone box outside the office. So you can still access yeah, it. Yeah, so you can still access it. I-, I was happy with the way that we stored our phones. And I imagine yeah. quite a few other settings are the same. Like, I think yeah. I saw this question yeah. that you saw that mm-hmm. you saw on social media, and I remember reading the comments, and there was such varied responses as well. I think because it'd never been an incident for a manager to tighten it up, mm-hmm. no one had ever really abused it in any yeah. way in any way she didn't really need to she kind of was like i trust you that you won't take it in the rooms and i trust you won't take it. so it's come to the time of year where children leave and move to school and often you receive a little gift from parents so what is the ideal gift you would like to receive from parents all my time back <laughs> <laughs> a new car or something the reality is so i've only the only kind of gifts i've ever really had are like chocolates it's not mm. expensive to buy mm. 
you can like one box you can split between everyone so it feels yeah. a bit more affordable for the family and most but i've had some quite nice well they were yeah they were nice <laughs> so i got like pajamas she guessed my size right though as well i got some homemade gin just and put it. it in a proper gin bottle I did it was quite nice yeah well she made me some homemade fudge as well with her children and i was like eh. <laughs> <laughs> might not eat that but yeah, yeah. it's got like candles i got like new look vouchers yeah i got vouchers yeah. Uh, yeah one that was like one for like all was it like how much were the vouchers 25 yeah and then i got i got a plant a really nice plant from mns like a little succul- succulent <laughs> i got an apple tree once so but we didn't, I didn't have room for it in my garden at home, so we planted it outside the nursery. So there's an apple tree outside the nursery. Maybe it was because mm. it was just baby room, but even at Christmas it was just like the most I could hope for was well, like a celebration stuff. What we did at Christmas as well, like um, whoever brought in chocolates or like m- money or we used to get given money and stuff like that, they'd put it all together mm-hmm. and then like divvy it out it was in preschool when all the children left all the parents like joined together to do a collection of money i like that um just gave money in and to divvy it out between the preschool staff and i think it was like last year or something or the year before what they wanted what they wanted to do in the nursery they were going to divvy it out between all rooms mm-hmm. so then that caused a bit of a, a yeah because preschool were like oh no like it's our children but then they were saying well no because they've been through the whole nursery like it's for everyone. You could buy something for your whole nursery, yeah. like, couldn't you? Like an outside new slide or, you know, whatever, mm. whichever you get. Yeah, but, but there's a difference between giving the money to you and, like, buying a slide for nursery. We had to spend it on doing something as a team or something like something to do with the nursery. So we got all got given a set amount of money and it paid for us all to go on a night out of our choice. That's so nice. we went bowling and it was yeah. a bit of, like, a team building in yeah, our room. because if it either pays for it completely... Or it's just like, it takes £5 yeah. pound off everyone, because that's still nice yeah. and great. I always felt sorry for nurse practitioner in my room, and she was vegan, and all the chocolates that came in, she couldn't True. eat, and like, parents didn't know that she was vegan, so like, even like, for her own key children, they give like, chocolates, yeah. and she's like, So our next query is, what do you do with the children who are left at the end of the day? The ones that might be there from, I don't know, five, half five, and there's only like, maybe two or three of them left? Mm-hmm. Do you do anything specific or do you just let them get out what they want? I actually always felt quite sorry for those children mm-hmm. because there were so many settings that I worked at where they were just kind of like dumped on a table to do colouring or to do a jigsaw, yeah. like actually bored waiting for them to We'd get like the sensory basket out yeah. and then just sit with the sensory basket and play with toys that they don't always have yeah. access to or we give them tablet time mm-hmm. like it was like most of the time there was like three practitioners in the room most of the cleaning was done so you'd, you'd have that because the practitioner would be sat with them on the tablet and you'd play like jigsaw games and yeah. stuff like that so I guess they quite liked it because they got the tablets and the pig on I hate that as well I don't like the pig what we used to do it was more at school than it was in an earlier setting but I used to play news round for the children because then I felt like at least it was sort of education like more so at least than yeah. pig is obviously not so much for the babies but like for a preschool i think that would yeah mm. that would work but i still think it's important that you they are still engaged in that time because yeah. half an hour we've all we've all had a work day when half an hour feels like six yeah. Yeah. full hours and i think for those children a lot of those times that that last 30 minutes must be so dry we just have a little boy just the one child for an hour mm-hmm. and he was a baby so he used to fall asleep we don't have a bottle and fall asleep. So we'd just be sat there for an hour like, what do we do? <laughs> All this child's just asleep. But a lot of the cleaning had already been done, so we're like, mm. sometimes just sat there chatting. Yeah. 
One nursery I worked at, we had soft play stuff that you would like get in and out. So for the last half hour of the day, I literally just got that out, set up an obstacle course, because that's easy just to throw back yeah. in the room. That was done. But that was so much more engaging and interesting mm. for them. Although, mm. when parents came, you would then like potentially have a kid like hanging onto these foam <laughs> stairs, like they'd drag them off yeah. by the legs. We used to get them to like do little end of the day jobs it was like we used to change the do like change the pegs the labels on the pegs and that was like a nice thing because like they could see the pictures and of the children you could talk to them about yeah 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 we used to do that we used to, we used to like to fold the bedding I, I, I wouldn't force them but they'd be like oh can i fold be like can, can i mop the floor be like well one you're not tall enough or we would do like a story time a lot of the times it just depended on who yeah. was left because if you have a child that doesn't want to read the graffalo mm. what's the point mm. We might go, especially when it was summer and it was lighter, we used to use that a lot more as outdoor time yeah, yeah, because so everyone loves to be outside, don't they? But obviously in winter, 5.30 is actually pitch black, so mm-hmm. that's not always really suitable, so you have to be quite careful with it. I feel like they used to get a little bit lethargic at that time as well, you know, the ones that have been there all day. Just like slump and lean up against you and just sort of like wait to be picked <laughs> up. That parent that is 10 minutes after closing. We shut 10 minutes ago, where and are you? I'm so sorry! <laughs> you have to be like, it's fine. It's not fine. It's every day yeah. that you do this. Another question that we've had, which I think does actually come up quite a lot, is a practitioner asking, like, should they go out and get another qualification above their current level three? So probably should they go out and get a degree? And I think that's actually quite a tricky one to answer because that very much, per- first of all, depends on your personal goals. And second of all, you is there any point in you having that mm-hmm. further degree? Because after I did my master's, I started to study for my doctorate. And then I was like, what's the doctorate going to get me? Mm-hmm. And it was nothing, so I stopped. I think it depends if you know there's that definite career progression and mm-hmm. reflected in your wage. Like we spoke about it before, you don't get paid more for being a level six in many settings. Some do. So if you do want the extra pay, go and do it. But I think it's also being aware of what qualification you then go on to decide to do as well like do you want to specialize a bit more are you thinking that one day maybe you want to work beyond your earlier setting and maybe mm. you're looking to work actually like for the mm. department of education in which case it yeah. might be worth looking at a degree but like you said the big thing for most of us is the money and if you mm. aren't going to get a pay rise of three years mm. of hard work and study is that going to be worth it for you i think as well a lot of people going to track at a very young age mm-hmm. yeah so sometimes at that age you don't really know what you really want to do yeah like you know you might know you want to work with children but you might not know like you said you might not know what progression you want to go into or what different parts of earlier yeah. education you want to go into so sometimes you might just, people sometimes have a break don't they well get the level three do a few years in a nursery and then look into if they do want to go because yeah. there's no rush to follow it straight yeah. away people go to uni when they're in the 40s mm. and 50s don't and you, they, can, so. you can do your early years teacher status I don't know if you yeah. need a level 6 first to do that I think to do it through a setting you can work in a setting full time mm. and apprenticeship but it's like yeah, top level but I think you need a degree you before you need a degree that. and then it's like a top yeah. level but you might find that you start working in a nursery and decide that actually you want to become a teacher, mm-hmm. in which case you would have to go to uni. Like, yeah. There's not always the experience-based route into things. It's so dependent on you. If you just love to learn, yeah. go to uni, you're going to have a great time. But if you're going to go, be careful with it, because one of the things we spoke about recently was like, some people are getting these degrees thinking it's going to get them further in life or like a further career progression, and then finding out it doesn't actually hit the requirements mm-hmm. of like having the early years assessment aspect of it so you need to actually research it too this is if you don't have your level three already but i've Mm -hmm. definitely seen on a few groups recently of um people that are 
clearly done something different and then they thought right I want to work in early years and they've gone to open university and doing an early childhood studies degree but actually at the end of that that is not full and relevant because of the way the course mm-hmm. is designed you don't have an element of assessed practice so you think you're getting your route into early years but you're not because you'll have to go back and do a level three which would be incredibly infuriating. Yeah. You, oh, I yeah. can't even imagine how angry you would be. Yeah. Imagine doing your three years degree, you've got a level six in early years. I think a lot of career roles that you get in early, private early year settings, you actually don't need a degree for. Yeah. A manager is only required to have a level three. Technically, a deputy doesn't need to be qualified. Mm-hmm. So the only time you need to have a qualification for the job role is for a manager level three. So if that's your aspiration, consider whether you need to yeah. get a degree it might be worth it I actually lots of managers mm-hmm. I know do have the degree but it was more that they wanted to be yeah it. there is a difference between mm-hmm. what you learn at level three yeah. to level six like yeah. if you want to learn a lot more about early childhood mm-hmm. development then that's the course I think if early years practitioners are more respected or more people go to uni yeah so I think a lot of them just think well if I get a degree they're not going to see me any as more professional anyway mm-hmm. so what's the point mm-hmm. yeah but if we did get that like called recon- recognition. Recognition. Yeah. Yeah. recognition yeah then I think more people would want to go to uni and mm-hmm. get a degree as you touched on it it's got to be made worth it for yeah. people in the sector because if you don't need to go above a level 3 and you're still going to mm-hmm. have the same career options the same pay available you'd only be doing it because you want to mm-hmm. that want has then mm-hmm. got to last 3 years and in that 3 years you're going to be writing assignments and, and dissertations it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's probably going to be the longest 3 years of your life <laughs> yeah you've got to definitely want it yeah, and I guess with most jobs as well, you have to take a career break. Like you've got, yeah. you go down to like a part time role to do it. You can't work yeah. full time in a nursery and do a early years degree for through a standard university. It's, yeah, that's true. Just because of the hours of when your lectures mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. would be most like that's a lot of flexibility that would be needed by the nursery, which which most can't provide. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Nursery and Preschool chat room. If you want to ask any of your own practitioner problems or queries, you can get in touch with us on our multitude of social media channels, including Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook group, TikTok, YouTube. If it exists, we're probably on it. And we'll speak to you soon. Bye. Bye.